welcome to Female Fear Factory, the podcast, a space where people share their experience with fear inherited from the systems designed to keep certain people from stepping into the joy of their personhood. On this podcast, you will hear about when fear has hurt and when community is healed. The Female Fear Factory is a performance of patriarchal policing of and violence towards women and other caste female who are therefore considered safe to violate. First of all, I, I agree with that quote um, in terms of um, sort of patriarchal violence towards women or um, those that are female bodied in particular and how that's um, an acceptable form of violence in many parts of the world, or in most parts of the world actually, well in all parts of the world, let's just say it everywhere, <laughs> and um, in different ways and um yeah and how that um creates um a sort of society of fear for women to exist in um, i mean i think it's about how we're socialized as young women that were taught this narrative that we are um safe to violate and that violation gives us value in our society so, you know, how we're taught to vie for male attention as young girls and women and how we see that as progressing ourselves through society and also how your perceived sexual um, value is, and how that's offered to people is how some women perceive themselves as having value in society. So, I mean, when did I realise that? I mean, that's always been the case. I think when I began to understand it through a feminist lens, that's probably much later. Maybe, you know, in my mid-twenties. But I think it's a, a way of thinking that is a, a, so normalised that we don't actually realise that's what we do. I mean, we, we, we police ourselves in, in lots of different ways. I mean, you know, it's, it's walking home at night with keys in your hand. It's, um, you know, turning around at night when you're walking down a dark place. But it's also just um, a, a sense of like underlying uncertainty. Maybe if you're in a room alone with men, just those sorts of things as well and I think often women don't realise how deeply they kind of manage themselves in a public space which is around safety so I'm thinking about because I think it's very very simple that a lot of people probably don't think about so if you look out onto the street and you'll see every woman carrying it some sort of handbag or something like that men don't tend to carry those things but um i can't remember her name right now but um there was a feminist analysis about women moving in public space and women need to look like they have a purpose in a public space so whether they're going somewhere they're carrying something they're, they're doing something they're not just walking aimlessly for the sake of walking whereas men get to be able to do that and I remember when I was very young 
my nan used to say to me, you know, if you're walking late at night, look like you're going somewhere. And I think that is just something that women do all the time. We look like we're having a purpose or we're moving with a purpose or we're doing something. Whereas uh, men are able to just freely move around without thinking about that someone's going to harm them in some way. Um, I mean, it hasn't shifted because some of the things that I talk about, which are so innate that we think are just normal, um, are still the same. Um, I think um, that placing has moved online as well. How women are talked about on the internet and the judgments towards women on there is quite significant. So in a way, um, Strangely, I feel like we, we there's more of a conversation about it, but actually, you know, the sort of patriarchal structures around us are so deeply embedded from how our cities are built, for example, quite interested in architecture. You know, you look at things like or certain alleyways or certain ways um, buildings are kind of constructed and not actually made to think about how women might move around in those spaces maybe you know for example pushing a pram or something like that how um in the sort of medical world um research is done on white cis male bodies and not done on women's bodies so actually we don't really know if medication certain medications work for women it's in you know so deeply embedded in so many in so many ways it actually goes beyond just the very obvious thing of street harassment and violence. It goes into everything from our, our healthcare, our education, to the very cities that we live in. So, you know, what are we going to do about that? I don't know, but I think first of all, we need to recognize that it goes far beyond just the obvious things around um, physical violence question I mean I think um, to carve out a fear free space in a society that's so innately misogynist is quite hard because um, like I said it, it could be appear everywhere I mean like you know I would say like how I sort of create a safe space in my home um, you know I watch TV programs which are just silly because sometimes I don't want to be thinking about what it means to be a black woman every day. I just want to watch Love Island and just, you know, have fun. Um, I think in other ways, like in work, um, I try to sort of connect with other people to try and make that a safe space to work in. But I think fundamentally, you know, the idea of trying to be safe is a kind of misjudged aim because we, we we're just not going to be you know we live in we live in a problematic and violent world so i think we need to you know rather than trying to create spaces of safety for ourselves as individuals we need to start addressing some of the things that i was talking about earlier and we can only really do that through working with other people in a collective way because these, these take mass movements you know me creating a safe space for myself in my house is not going to do anything for you know the woman who's experiencing domestic violence across the street for example 
what does that do? So, you know, I think we need to be thinking about ourselves collectively as women or female-identified people and what we can do for each other. Hi, I'm Shadeen Taylor-Stone. I'm a writer and musician, and this has been my Female Fear Factory story.